Coming up on today's Locked On Angels, are the Halos considering signing Chris Bryant? Is that a way out there idea? We're going to talk about that and answer a bunch of your questions here today on Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Lockdown Angels, your first listen of the day, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Steve Granado. You can shoot me a follow over on Twitter at Steve Granado, G R A N A D O. As mentioned, it's Monday here as we upload this episode. So, our Monday mailbags, every Monday, you can check in with questions over on Twitter at Lockdown Angels. And of course, our voicemail line, 714 409 6396. Feel free to call us at any time, anywhere, open 24 7 365. Let's hop to the first question. And of course, the title of this episode. This is coming over on Twitter at Nate Darling. What's up, Nate? Thanks for checking in again. Am I crazy for thinking the Angels should sign Chris Bryant so they can have the flexibility to trade an Adele or Marsh or anyone else for pitching? Bryant can fill so many holes and he's still in his prime. Nate, thanks for checking in again. Appreciate whenever you are a part of the show. I see you check in time and time again. Chris Bryant. My thoughts initially on Chris Bryant. Um, so a few things would have to go right, quote unquote. I don't know. A few things would have to happen in order for the Angels to sign a Chris Bryant. I think the Angels wouldn't sign a guy like Chris Bryant before knowing where he'd be playing. Right now, yes, you say he has flexibility, but it's not like there's many... The only real opening is short and catch, really, right? Like, that's really the only openings really in the lineup right now for the Angels. So in order for Chris Bryant to come play for the Angels, I know he could probably play short, but he's not the best option at short. He's better at third, but you're not going to slide Rendon to short. You're not, I don't know, maybe he could play second. It's It would be weird. I guess it would be a good problem to have. But the Angels would have to pretty much guarantee that they were moving Adele or Marsh or would have already moved them so you could open up a spot in, say, right field for Chris Bryant. Because, you know, you do have 2022 with Justin Upton. I don't think the Angels are just going to eat that money. They're still going to want to get something out of Justin Upton. I think they still can get something out of Justin Upton. So I don't know if necessarily that the Angels would sign Chris Bryant first and then figure it out later. I think some cards and some dominoes would have to fall. I don't know. It would have to it have to be rather quick in succession. I don't know. It, it, I I wouldn't I won't gonna put it out of the realm of possibility, but it just doesn't seem like that's the priority right now. It doesn't seem like that's what the Angels would be looking at right now. So I don't know, man. Let me know down in the comment session here on YouTube. Angels, Chris Bryant getting together. Look. I've always been an admirer of Chris Bryant. Always been an admirer, admirer of the Bryant Rizzo, the Brizzo thing. I love that whole thing. I love that whole thing in Chicago, and and Chris Bryant's one of my favorite players. And I think he's uh, he's a great player, and he's and he's a cool dude. You know how I like cool dudes on the team. So I, I, I'm totally not opposed to the idea. Reality wise, I don't know if that's just going to happen. I just don't know. I, I still want him and Rizzo to be together. I miss them. I miss them. Get, put them back in the field together. So baseball needs. Um, Nate, again, thanks. A, a lot of things would have to happen in order for that to happen. So I don't know. Again, let me know how you feel about that down below here in the comics uh, or on YouTube or on our Twitter side. 
Another question here coming from Manny. What's up, Manny? Thanks for checking in. Um, thoughts on the bullpen aside from Loop and Iglesias? I personally feel if healthy, Gerardo Reyes will be a sneaky key guy. He throws 97 to 99, then continues to go on to say, or they can pick up some guys from the uh, for the pen through trade, brainstorming here. What about a guy like trading for uh, Josh Stomont from Kansas City? Hey, thanks, Manny, for your question. Hey, here's something weird. I played Little League with Josh Stalmont. Uh He and I played a Murphy Ranch Little League together. We were, uh, I think, around 11 or 12 when we were playing together. Um, our families were decently good friends. We were friends with their, uh, like, family friends with their grandparents. And uh, we hung out. We, they have family, uh, a family home, a cabin nearby where uh, where I have family out in Arizona. So uh, we, we spent uh, we spent some time together with the Stamats. Um, cool dude. Uh, I know Josh uh, and I have not talking, <laughs> talked in a very long time. Probably since then. We didn't go to this. Uh, weren't, like, friends in high school or anything. It was all Little League. Um, and here's another quick side note. When he was like 11 or 12, already had a cannon of arm and he was already hurting my hand. Uh, I caught for him. Um, but so, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like we'd have to go way in depth to try and get trades done. And like I'm going to have to do a ton more research for things like that. So I'm not going to go super in depth uh, without, you know, knowing where Josh is at. I know that he's had up and down in the majors uh, as far as success is concerned. Um, but yeah, I, I Sure. I, I I don't know how much the Angels are looking at him in particular, but yes, sure. He, he he's a solid arm. He's a, got a cannon. We know that already. Um, but um, as far as my thoughts on the bullpen, I did a whole episode on the bullpen right now. I will leave that link in the episode description. Um, talking about the bullpen, what the Angels could do to improve it. And we we did talk about at length about each player and what they have and what the options are. This is after the Loop and Iglesias signings. Um, so I, I'm not going to go too deep into that. I would encourage you to go talk. I'll go listen to that episode. Um, but yes, I, I think that the Angels are probably one or two arms away from really having a very, very solid bullpen. Um, you know, considering that injuries would come into play and and having some minor league guys step up. I think they have the talent there. There's no doubt about that, especially they have the depth there at the AAA level and the AA level. So they, I think they're going to be all right in 2022. Again, I think they're maybe one or two arms away. I talked about maybe getting Andrew Chafin. Um, I think that would be a huge addition, uh, especially from the left-handed side. So there are options out there right now without having to go through a trade route, um, but I wouldn't put it past the Angels. I'm thinking of trading to get their bullpen depth locked down. holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar is filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor and covered in chocolate. But amazingly, they're low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and they're high in protein. You get the best of both worlds with Built Bar, delicious and healthy. And there's so many flavors you're going to have a hard time choosing, I promise. Are you going to have raspberry or mint brownie? cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream, or peanut butter brownie. And if you're like me and you like those marshmallow treats around the holidays, then you need to get your hands on the Built Bar Puffs. They're light, fluffy, marshmallowy through and through. Different flavors, all covered in chocolate. They taste so good you won't believe that they're filled with protein. And if you want to co cozy up with something warm this holiday, dip your Built Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa and let it melt a little and give your beverage a bit of that Built Bar flavor. I got a promo code for you to try all these things out. Go to Built.com, promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. That's Built.com, LOCKED15, 15% off. Back here on Locked on Angels, your first listen of the day, Monday mailbag. Uh, and of course, part of that mailbag, phone number. We have a voicemail line. If you'd never called in, 
Here's your opening to call us right now and send us your questions, 714-409-6396. Let's jump to our only voicemail of the day. Hey, Steve, this is James from Kingman, Arizona, calling again. Watched your episode about Carlos Rendon. Would love for the Angels to get him, of course. Would love to see him go after maybe Clayton Kershaw. Just bring in some, you know, solid, even happy with solid starting pitching at this point. But the thing is, Artie Moreno has this pattern. If he doesn't get the biggest names in pitching during a free agency, he somehow goes out and figures he just gets the biggest bat available, and that'll make the difference. So, honestly, it would not surprise me at this point if after the lockout, he goes after Carlos Correa or Freddie Freeman. If he gets Freeman, I think he figures that would open up possibilities to trade maybe Jared Walsh, Joe Adele, or Brandon Marsh for pitching. I wouldn't mind seeing these guys come to the Angels, but I don't think those are the moves that would get us into the World Series, maybe uh, get us into the wild card. Just wondering what your thoughts are on that. Hey, James. Thanks for checking in. Hello out to Arizona again. Um, Let's start with Kershaw. Uh, Yeah, I think the Angels definitely have Clayton Kershaw on the radar. Um, First option, maybe not. Again, we've detailed out Carlos Rodon in our Making the Case series, so I don't know if he's necessarily the number one choice for the Angels, but they're not... They have kicked around all these ideas already, right? We already know that that, that they have to. So Clayton Kershaw has got to be on the radar how much would it take for him to to sway away from L.A. and, and to sway his native Texas? I don't know. Um, that's up to Clayton, and we're not going to find out until the lockout ends. So there's that. Um, going after Freddie Freeman. So uh, th- this is kind of in the same Chris Bryant camp. Freddie Freeman, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know where you'd put him because that means you would have to move Walsh. And if you're looking at, you know, we talk about money a lot here, and, and, and again, you know my thoughts on, on how the money works, but from their eyes, right, from the front office's eyes, from Artie's eyes, Walsh is cheaper, right, and you're going to get similar production, so I, I, I don't know if the Angels would necessarily do that. Can Freddie Freeman play in the outfield? Can Jared Walsh play in the outfield? Something, just like the Chris Bryant situation, some things would have to move and some change. I, I think both before Bryant and, and, and Freeman – Carlos Correa would be, you know, <laughs> would be right in your face, an obvious shortstop. Like, that's the hole that needs to be filled, a shortstop, really, if you're not going to let the guys battle it out. So I don't know necessarily how much that would, how much traction that would have. Hey, like Freddie Freeman, too. I, I, he's a great guy. He's a great ball player. I love his family. I love his kid. You know, I, I love all that stuff. Um, but I, I don't know so much about if the Angels would actually consider going after him. Um, you know, for as far as the depth is concerned, right? That's why they picked up Tyler Wade. That's why they still have Michael Stefanik. I know he's he's up for Rule Five in the Major League side whenever that does happen. Um, but those are guys more so that would be able to fill gaps, like in the outfield or you know something like that. I know Stefanik's glove isn't quite there yet, um, but still, that I think if Tyler Wade doesn't get the shortstop position, then you know he would be one of those platoon guys. Your your Chris Taylors of the world potentially. Um, and and as far as already having a pattern of missing out on big arms and signing bit bats. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty, yeah, that's the case, man. I'm not going to argue with that one iota on that one. So, yeah, you, you know me. Yeah, you, you know how I operate and you know where my brain is at. So, yeah, I, I get you right there, man, and, and you're right there with me. Thanks again, James. You can always call us 714-409-6396. We have one more question here in this segment. This is coming from The Halo Way over on Twitter. 
what do you think a trade would look like for somebody like Pablo Lopez from the Marlins? I remember some trade rumors between the Marlins and Angels involving Max Meyer. During the All-Star break, I'm a little surprised we didn't hear about any more talks before the lockout. Thanks to Halo A. I don't know if we've gotten a question from you, so if it's the first time, well, welcome to the mailbag family. Um, so I'm not going to go in on Pablo Lopez and Max Meyer to be, you know, full disclosure. I, I don't know much about these players, 100%. You know, I'm never going to act like I know what I'm talking about if I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, but I wanted to use this as, as a conversation piece with the Marlins. So the Marlins, to me, I, I mean, it seems like they're gearing up for a good run here. They got some really great young talent. Sixto Sanchez, you know, if he had been healthy this year, may have been contending for a Cy Young, if we're going to be completely honest. Um, so it, I don't know how willing the Marlins would be to trading away some of these young guys. I know that a lot of people have made of those rumors, have been talking about the Marlins as, as a trade target team. But for me, I'm going, this team's on the very near verge of contending legitimately. So I don't know. I think they would maybe do so for Major League talent, which maybe the Angels don't necessarily have. Again, this is just me spitballing. I don't have any insider knowledge to the situation. But for me, I'm going, I don't know if the Marlins are so stoked to to be jumping away from their best talent that is finally the fruits of the labor are starting to pay off of their draft and their you know their development so i'm never going to rule out trades with any team any tree is going to be willing to team is going to be willing to trade at any time but as far as the marlins is concerned i think they're really close on the verge of contending so i don't know if they'd be willing to move them unless it was something for like a major league talent Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the College Bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked on to receive your bonus from basketball, football, hockey, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Back here on Locked On Angels, your first listen of the day. We have one last question here today. We're going to keep it a little bit short. Again, as we mentioned a couple of episodes ago, I am currently out of town. So these are all these episodes are being recorded ahead of time. So we haven't gotten as many questions as we normally would. Um, but so this is going to be our last question of the day. Coming from Matt Benigno. Thanks, Matt, for checking in. Said, what do you actually see the Angels do once the lockout as is lifted, whenever that is? Uh, who do you see them actually getting in Merry Early Christmas? This is, again, coming out after Christmas. You sent that question in before Christmas, so Merry belated Christmas uh, to you. Um, Angels doing one, once the uh, lockout is lifted. We, we kind of talked about this in the Carlos Rodon episode, but I, I'm going like there's the difference between what the Angels can do and what they should do and what they're going to do. Um, kind of in that same vein. So that's where I, I get pause right there. If you can hear it in my voice, I go, uh, 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 you know, kind of stumble over my words there. 
What I would like them to do is probably a completely different thing. I, I still think Carlos Rodon is, is the, the big name, and if the Angels get him, I, I feel a little more confident about what the Angels' future looks like. I don't know what that contract look like, looks like, the years that he's going to be getting, the numbers, all that kind of stuff, and, and what to expect out of him in 2022 because he had a great 2021 and the health thing. There's a lot of questions signing, uh, surrounding Carlos Rodon, right? I'm not going to rehash that, but... Yeah, I, I and I think once they do that, maybe they go one or two arms, and, and they call it they call it an off season. I I don't think the Angels are too far away. Still, I, I still think they're pretty close to contention, and they're still pretty close to being the team that they realistically see themselves being in twenty twenty two. So. I don't know. I, I don't think there's any like extensions that would happen. Obviously, you know, before the lockout ends, they could always get their, you know, their first base coach and their catching coach situation hammered out. Um, so those are things that can happen right now. Maybe signing some more front office people. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. But I th- still think that they're not going to go after a shortstop. I've uh, rehashed that over and over again. It does not look like they're going after a shortstop. I would be not like, oh my gosh, shocked if they got a catcher, but I'd be like, oh, okay, I, I get why they would get a catcher. I don't know if they're necessarily going to go out and get one, um, but it's, I don't know. There, there's a couple of small things that the Angels might end up doing once the lockout ends, but I think that comes after a flurry of like massive signings that happen right when the lockout ends. I think that's going to happen across baseball, and I got to imagine, fingers crossed, the Angels are part of that, and it's Carlos Rodon. You'll probably see Kershaw go pretty quick. Um, things like that. You're going to see Correa disappear pr- probably pretty quick, but I think the Angels get Rodon. Um, I, I still think that's the best young option. Maybe a three-year deal um, might be in the cards. I don't know. That's just me spitballing. What do you think the Angels are going to do? Let me know in the comment sections down below here on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button while you're down there and like, of course. We work hard on these episodes. And of course, over on our audio side, you can always shoot us a tweet at LockedOnAngels. You can tag me as well at Steve Granado. We have a voicemail line. That's how you heard James call in to the show, 714-409-6396. Call me anytime if you have to get something off your chest. I will listen. Not all those episodes, not all those uh, voicemails make it onto the show. A lot of them are like three minutes long. I feel you guys. Don't worry. I listen to every single voicemail. Sometimes they just don't fit into a show. So in case you've sent in a voicemail, you're going, Steve, why haven't you put me on the show? It's like sometimes it just doesn't fit, guys. I'm sorry. But I do appreciate you calling. I definitely hear you. And it informs me on how Angels fans are feelings about things, and that's how I tailor my episodes. So if you don't get on the show with the voicemail line, don't worry because you do actually impact the show. Again, I am listening to every single one. Thank you guys for always being a part and letting me know how you're feeling as Angels fans. I have other podcasts too. Our Game, an eight-part docuseries about the history of baseball. We asked the question, who is the Latino Jackie Robinson, and found out that the answer was really complicated. That's why there's an eight-part docuseries. And, of course, I have another podcast called Movies I Should Have Watched. It's a movie review podcast with my best friend Alex. Go check it out. It's free everywhere. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. For your second listen, check out Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs, hosted by your boy Q and Lee Sterling. Alright guys, that's going to do it for us in today's Monday Mailbag. I hope you like these episodes. I know you're checking them out all the time. I see the numbers. Thank you so much. Hit that subscribe button here on YouTube. We're banking on getting to 1,000 by opening day. Give me 1,000 subs before opening day. Really appreciate the support, guys. Happy holidays. Have a safe New Year's here coming up soon. We'll talk to you on Wednesday. Until then, I'm Steve Granado. Later.